1207 1207 Hello, it's Mike Matthews Broadcasting from Cafe Anyway Located somewhere In Podcastro Valleyton We're here in Podcastro Valleyton today And yes, it's been a while Since I did a Sunday podcast But it is a daily podcast And although I don't ever, ever Seem to do one on Saturday Here we go Six days Mike's daily podcast Out of seven days Ain't too bad, my friend but now I must sing my song. Mike's Daily Podcast. On today's show, we're gonna have Valentino and Bison Bentley and Madame Rudabega. And don't you know, I was invited to a, a Halloween costume party yesterday. But I said, no, I don't want to be a party to this party. Mike's daily podcast i don't want to do this party because it was all the way in san mateo and that's a little too far mike's for me oh daily to drive oh podcast so far oh yeah let's see if i can do this show oh with andrew zimmern on the travel channel on a television just in front of me yes today we don't have fox news on the tv here at cafe anyway i'm so happy tell you it can be a pain in the butt to have fox news on while you're trying to do a podcast although it also helps me it reinvigorates me because i see the little world that the fox news people live in and all it is is an echo chamber for trump and trump things and trump's stuff that he says that you know okay now he's mad at at hillary he's brought up he's happy with james comey because he said james comey was in cahoots with hillary clinton so much for, for that theory here he is with releasing or he all he did was write a letter to congress saying hey we're gonna look at a couple of emails that pertain to the email case that has to do with the hillary email case that we have been hearing so much about which had a conclusion which had a summary a couple months back where although he admonished hillary clinton for how she treated the emails on her private server and all that deal. He did not say there was any wrongdoing and then the Republicans were all up in arms. Look who just walked in just now. Hello, Michael Masters, Madame Rutabaga. Continue with your story that's full of drama. It is, it's all kinds of drama. And it has to do with the fact that Republicans are trying to find anything, anything to get Hillary to, to crash and burn here in the last uh, less than two weeks the thing uh, James Comey found something that pertains to the Hillary email case we don't know what it is specifically but it did come from some kind of device that belonged to Anthony Weiner who's uh, now ex-wife I think they're divorced they should be divorced by now that was on something that she owned and she was affiliated with the Hillary campaign. So that is uh, Huma Abedin. Yes, that's it. Oh, it's 
it doesn't quite say that they're divorced yet, so maybe they are not. Um, but yes, yeah, so recently, investigation into Wiener's latest sexting scandal. Anthony Wiener is just a pain in the butt. And in the Wiener. And Abedin and Wiener announced their separation earlier this year. And they found something on Abedin's one of her electronic devices. And she was an aide to the Clinton campaign. A top Clinton aide. Here we go. Okay. Now, look who else just walked in. Oh, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the backing attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, any way you cut it, Clinton, Hillary Clinton is completely dirty. Dirty and she's going down in flames. It's going to be Trump getting elected real soon here. Yeah, Trump. And then it'll be Chris Christie in there. Do you know that? Chris Christie is in charge of the transition team should Trump become president. Yes, that's true. Well, James Comey, what he did... In that letter that he sent notifying Congress of new developments in the Hillary Clinton's private email server is illegal. Attorney General Loretta Lynch disagreed with him for doing that. Uh, The theory goes, where is it? Sources close to the Clinton investigation told... Uh, CBS News' Paula Reed that Lynch encouraged the FBI chief to follow a long-standing practice not to comment on ongoing investigations. But he did. And you want to know why? It's because ever since he came out with the results earlier this year of his investigation, the fact that he did not put Hillary in jail made Trump very angry because that meant that, oh, he still had a challenger for for the presidency. And so... Every Republican was yelling about Comey, saying, oh, he's in cahoots with Clinton. I heard some conspiracy theory that Jay Sekulow, somebody that hosts a show on one of the conservative talk show stations I work behind the scenes for. Yeah, that's a surprise, isn't it? But, you know, I find politics interesting. I find everyone's views in the political world interesting. I may disagree with you strongly. But I respect your passionate uh, opinions about what you believe. And I find it fascinating what you have to say, the discourse. Uh, Can I listen to conservative talk radio or Fox News nonstop? No. Can I listen to NPR nonstop? No. And in fact, I heard a report on NPR today that was anti, strongly anti-Hillary. Talking about this latest revelation, they didn't even go into the whole situation about that. It's just a letter. It did, they made it, the way they did the story. They made it sound like, oh, we found a smoking gun. We found an email that said Hillary is the Antichrist. That's how they made the story sound. But no, what they have found, what it is, is that Comey, trying to get into good graces with Republicans because he knows all Republicans hate him. And uh, he is the butt of several conspiracy theories that Trump and others have launched about him and Jay Sekulow. He decided, I'm going to do this so it'll make me look good with the Republicans. That's the only reason why he did this. He was a Republican to begin with. Obama appointed him. And and this is how he wants to get back into good graces. So the thing thing is, it, it... Really, it's going to turn out to be nothing. A much ado about nothing. 
And I seriously doubt this is going to blow up for Hillary. Everybody is like, oh, this is going to blow up for Hillary. And that's because people want that. They want the October surprise. The media wants that. The liberal media wants to see the liberal uh, candidate go down in flames. Figure that one out for me. Rush, Limbaugh, and Donald Trump. And that's where we lead. In 2012, the Attorney General's office, then held by Eric Holder, sent a department-wide... Here's today's podcast picture. ...memo that included guidance on making announcements so close to an election. The podcast picture has to do with something scary, and that is there is a, a somebody that put up a spooky, crazy thing hanging in a... Oh, what is that? It's like a... It's like a crypt on their front lawn. They built this. It's fascinating. And then there's some uh, uh, tombstones. And they've already got this iron work, this iron, um, what do you call it? Uh, Rod iron work around their front lawn. And it looks so cool. So I want to put that picture there as we are just Halloween is tomorrow. And I didn't get to go to any costume contests or or, uh, parties because... Well, I got off at 6 o'clock last night and I was tired. And woo-hoo. The only party I was invited to was something like an hour drive away and I was not into that. Boo-hoo for me. And I would like to also say this whole Obamacare thing. I was talking about it last show and I was taking you in a time machine back to 2005 when Obamacare didn't exist yet. And everyone seems to forget that the insurance companies were just pummeling us back then. And now that there is this Obamacare thing and the word Obamacare, people can blame, put the blame on something else other than the insurance companies. And the insurance companies are loving this. But the fact of the matter is this Obamacare did bring a lot of new rules in to help people out to try and fight some of the stupid things that the insurance companies were doing. And Trump is trying to use that. He was jumping with his stumping into this world with the Trumping. And it is, it's, I don't think, I I think these things don't, there's nothing behind it. The polls, by the way, are pretty much set. Hillary is still pretty much ahead despite everything they've thrown at her. Everything. Benghazi. They tried to revisit Whitewater. They've tried everything under the sun. As Bill said at the Democratic convention, she is completely unstoppable. But Trump is like, no, I'm going to try everything. I'm going to say every dirty thing I can. And, and I'm going to win. That's his whole mentality. Oh, and if he doesn't win, he's going to cry foul and say it was a rigged election to begin with. And the liberal media, which likes to, is totally pummeling Hillary right now, had everything to do with rigging the election. Which will lead us to our interesting news story today on the segment, This is Interesting. And, oh, back to the polls real quick. This is an interesting fact. This is interesting. And that is, ever since Newt Gingrich, who we see all the time on Fox News now, Newt, when he was in charge of the Congress and he did a witch hunt against Bill Clinton, it it backfired tremendously on the Republican Party. Ever since then, there's been a polarization 
of the nth degree between both parties. And ever since then, polls pretty much always divide up quickly in the election process and then stay pretty much rigid through the entire election process. So you've got Hillary ahead of Trump from the very beginning all the way through. And like they were saying, like I was saying last show, they're saying all the way through to the end, no matter what they throw. And they're going to throw, you think this Comey thing is the last October surprise, even though it's like practically the last day of October? No, they're going to throw in a bunch of other stuff. There's going to be a November surprise. You just watch. Trump plays dirty and he's going to, he's more crooked than Hillary. So he's going to find more and more stuff to throw at her towards the end. Expect a November surprise. Oh, I can't wait till this thing is over with. So the, the the polls seem to suggest that the polls are fixed from the beginning. People in, in this polarized world, we believe what we believe from the beginning and we don't really flip-flop. We stick to it through to the very end is what the polls are saying about the polls. I've just confused myself. All right. Well, check out that podcast picture and past interviews and past shows and where you can help support the show at mikesdailypodcast.com. Click on that Amazon link and buy whatever it is you're going to buy on Amazon. That helps support us. There's also a PayPal link. You'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters. And you'll be helping out the show that way. And you can hear past interviews I've done. It's all there. Ooh, and I, I got an interview coming up a week from today. I don't know if I'm going to post it a week from today, but there is a new group from Canada called Autopilot, and they're going to be coming to San Francisco. I will have an interview with them on, uh, uh, well, I will interview them a week from today, but I'll probably post it the Monday after that. Anyway, that's their at mikesdailypodcast.com that will be on there soon and all the past interviews I've done anyway cafe anyway let's get to this is interesting this is interesting wow this is interesting it's pretty interesting so this whole conspiracy theory that Trump one of the many the thousands of conspiracy theories he has is that the elections are going to be rigged and that the Democrats are going to somehow rig the elections so that Hillary will win. Well, a Des Moines woman charged with committing voter fraud has said she voted twice because she was afraid her vote for Donald Trump would be changed to a vote for Hillary Clinton. This according to MSN and The Guardian. Participating in early voting in Iowa, registered Republican Terry wrote, allegedly cast two ballots for the Republican presidential nominee. Arrested and charged with election misconduct, she was released from jail Friday on a $5,000 bond. She said, I wasn't planning on doing it twice. It was a spur of the moment thing. Echoing Trump's repeated remarks about widespread voter fraud disputed by Republicans and Democrats and made without evidence, wrote added, the polls are rigged. Echo chamber, echoing Trump. Trump's campaign has said he is referring to the influence of the mainstream media and the Washington establishment on the race in which poll averages show he trails Clinton by about 4.6 points nationally. But Trump has alleged direct fraud, has alleged direct fraud at the polls as well. 
Evidence of such criminality in the U.S. is scarce. According to a study by Loyola Law School, for example, there have been 31 cases of voter impersonation in more than a billion ballots cast from 2000 to 2014. Yes, 31 cases of voter fraud, of voter impersonation, but that was within more than a billion ballots cast. In 14 years. His claims of fraud in Philadelphia in 2012 have similarly been debunked, including by Republican officials in that city. Nonetheless, the Trump campaign has loudly and repeatedly raised the issue, and the candidate has refused to say whether he will accept the results of the election. His conspiracies, classically, the phrase behind... Every one of his conspiracy theories is there is no there, there. A number of Republican state governments have passed laws designed to prevent voter fraud that civil rights activists say are really aimed at suppressing the vote among traditionally Democratic demographics. Some such laws have been struck down by federal courts. The decentralized electoral college system makes concerted voter fraud a nearly impossible endeavor Elections are run at the state and municipal level by local officials of both parties. 31 governors are Republicans, including Iowa's Terry Branstad. I think in the nearly tw- in the 25 plus years that I've been doing this job, this may be the third time we've had some irregularity that resulted in a criminal charge, Polk County Attorney John Sarconi told Iowa Public Radio of the root case. People aren't voting more than once and if they do or attempt to do it, they will get caught because there are safeguards in place, he added. We want everybody to exercise their right to vote, but only once. The Des Moines Register reported that three instances of suspected voter fraud were reported to police in Polk County, wrote It said, cast votes at two locations. The other cases involved the casting of mail-in ballots alongside attempts to vote in person. I think it shows that our voting system works in Iowa and we are able to catch it, said Polk Polk County Auditor Jamie Fitzgerald, adding that as election day approaches, tensions are running high on both sides. Ain't that the truth? As we go outside of Cafe Anyway, we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. By the way, Trump is leading Clinton by just 1.4% in Iowa. And that is one of the pivotal states. Well, next show, it is going to be the wonderful Shelley Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Thanks for being here today on the Sunday show, being part of it. It feels good to be part of it, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. You get think of other things that would make you feel better what would make you feel better a poke in the eye a Polk County register newspaper thrown at you in thrown in your eye something like that no hey I want to wish you a happy uh, ho- Eve of Hollows Eve Halloween whatever they call it today and if, if you don't get to wear your costume tonight or tomorrow forget about it you know what Forget about it. It's not important. It's just another holiday. I'm taking down my skeleton. I have a skeleton in my front lawn. I'm taking it down 
after Halloween. But I'm leaving up all the pumpkin stuff because that has to do with November. There are some houses down my street that leave their pumpkins up all year. Why is that? I don't know. Christmas lights, that's cool to leave up all year. If you're a redneck. If you are. Uh, that's a good looking mullet. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.